I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average, Average Girls. Girls. Happy Tag Tuesday. I'm here. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so excited. This would be lonely without you. Yeah, it would be one average girl. <laughs> one below average girl. Oh, no. I'd have to rebrand the one whole... One plus one gets two, and we barely make it above the above average. Listen, we're at two, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. How are you? I'm really, really good. Good. A little I'm tired? A little tired, you know. Tired. Yeah, from your... Denise has been vacationing a little bit, mm-hmm. deservedly so. And what comes with vacation is tiredness. It, it, reality. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Reality that's... slapped me in the face when I had to go back to work and to everything. I don't even have groceries in the house yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all good. All right. You can't complain about vacationing. You, you can't. can't complain about jet lag. You just... But still we do. But we still do because, you know, that's what we do as average girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty above average to, to complain. Um Let's talk some about some weird news. Because some of the stuff that happens to people is weird and scary. Mm-hmm. Or just, it's just like, can you believe this? Uh, that's part I love. I, that's part I love too. And I've got some, I can't believe these stories. Okay. Should we start? You want me to start or you want to start? I can do whatever. What do you want? I'll start. Okay. I'm going to start with a lighthearted situation mm-hmm. that actually anyone can participate in this. Oh. Okay. It's called Mullet Fest. And it's coming to a venue in 2022. It's exactly what you think it is. It's an event that honors the best mullet cuts in various (laughs) styles and categories. We're talking about party in the back, business in the front. That's right. Okay. A little Kentucky waterfall, if you will. Oh, a Kentucky waterfall. (laughs) I haven't heard that term in a while. Yes, but the mullet, I mean, from being from the 80s, I had a bit of a mullet. Yeah, I've I've had a mullet myself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying for it. It just was Mm -hmm. a bad haircut. Bad haircuts. Sometimes they're just called mullets. Yeah. Business I, up front, party in the back. I kind of had that not very long ago when my hair kind of <laughs> broke off in the front and my sister was try, trying to figure it out and she did. I went home and I was like, I think I look like I have a freaking mullet. Denise's unintentional mullet. <laughs> That's going to be the name of your band. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, if you had to hung on to it, you could actually get into the mullet fest. The mullet fest has categories that you can enroll in the everyday the grubby the ranga which is red hair only oh you you have to have red hair in order to be in that category vintage that that's what i would qualify for extreme can you imagine international and junior i think that's for the kids under 12 do you think that the like are they like doing like the dirty kind, like, you know, Joe Dirt kind? Yes. Oh. I mean, there's all kinds. There's pictures. We'll put them up on our Instagram. There's some photos of some previous winners, um, and they do not disappoint. And, of course, the the grand poobah of them all wins best mullet of them all. That's what it's called. Best mullet of them all. That's in quotes in all caps. And do you win any many? Well, they're crowned on the day, and they take home the title. Other than that, I don't think there's cash. I think that you're just associating with other mullet-loving humans. <laughs> And where is this taking place? Glad you asked. It's in, um, it's in a place called Curry Curry, K U R R I K U R R I, which I believe is in the UK somewhere. Oh, it's not even in the United States. Mm-mm. Now you got to travel in order to become a part of the Mullet Fest. Are mullets coming back? No, because my niece has a little boy. Mm-hmm. 
and he's the cutest thing ever. He has a mullet. Well, I have some I have some great nieces and nephews who have mullets. It kind of depends on where you live and what are you cowboy? You kind of rocking that look, then you might mullets aren't out of style. Is that what you're suggesting? Were they ever in style? Always. A oh. mullet's always in style. Do you want to know? And I know you do. This is Would rhetorical. you want it, your husband to have a mullet? Listen. I mean, listen, I that's probably the wrong <laughs> let's not the wrong scenario let's not considering bring our husbands into this. Considering Warren's hair situation. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Sorry, Warren. I'm was all, not a diss. I'm, I was just literally saying, like, would that attract you? No. I know. What, you know what attracts me? Hmm. Bald. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad. Me too. Because I am not against it. I'm, I'm not against bald I'm either. I would much rather it. have bald than mullet. I'm all about it. Give me a Bruce Willis any day. Yeah. Ed Harris, Warren Owens. Yes. Okay. Do it. Yes. Yeah. No. Mullet free. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but this comes with this comes with some information. The mullet okay. fest does. I want to impart it to you. Okay. Just the, in case I want to partake, I want to go. Are you a fan of the Beastie Boys? I love the Beastie Boys. <laughs> You're going to love this. Okay. Okay. The term mullet was popularized by the Beastie Boys mm-hmm. who used the word mullet and mullet head <laughs> in their 1994 song, mm-hmm. Mullet Head. Mullet Head. Thank you, Beastie Boys. We're going to have to play that on the podcast. We're going to play it right here. We're going to drop it in and uh, hopefully not get sued by the Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. Mm. They might need, a, we might have to have a royalty situation. Well, we'll, pay, we'll play less than a minute and it'll be just fine. It won't be a problem. There's an opportunity for you to uh, sponsor a mullet? the Mullet Fest. Oh. You can become a sponsor. Advertise Cooper Engineering maybe at the Mullet Fest. <laughs> you can get involved. We could do two average girls. We, we could, could. We could We could promote them. It's. I'm sorry. It's Australia. I misspoke. Oh, Australia. It's under the crown, but it is Australia. Oh, I do like Australia. Well, there I you like go. Australia. So there you go. Mullet yeah, Fest 2022. They had an accent. Beautiful accent. Beautiful accent with an ugly mullet. We could just close your eyes. I have to... Listen to the voice. We're going <laughs> to... Obviously, we're going to post some of these, but I have to just show Denise. Oh, yeah. Not my scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's not for everybody. No, it's not. All right. Go ahead. Your turn. Well, mine's not as, I don't know, (laughs) magical (laughs) or whimsical. uh, Yeah. (laughs) This one really caught my eye because it seemed, I thought it was going to be when I read it, I the the headline, I thought, this isn't real. Oh, those are the best kind. I know. Go ahead. And it has been proven. Tell. It was fact-checked and okay. everything. Okay. This is, Did you check on Snopes to make sure that no, it's No, but real? it says it on this. It's, you know, it was written by Kalina Fraga and checked by John Kur- Kurowski. Okay. Dated June 14th, 2021. So this happened oh, this last year, okay. within a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the headline. A Cape Cod diver was just swallowed and spit out by a humpback whale. No. Yes. That didn't happen. It totally happened. Swallowed. Listen, in this story, a man was swallowed by a whale and no, it didn't take place in the pages of the Old Testament. <laughs> or Moby Dick. It was. Exactly. What? He, How far in did he go? Well. Let's just, I'll, I'll, let me paint the, the what he's doing. He's a lobster fisherman. Okay. And he had set off early in the morning on Friday, June 11th, um, to dive for lobsters with his fishing partner, okay. jo- Josiah Mayo. And after a disappointing first haul, Packer dove into under the water to try again just before 8 a.m. But as he s- scoured the sandy bottoms of Herring Beach Cove, 
something suddenly struck him from behind. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this is in quotes, I felt this huge shove and the next thing I knew, it was completely black. No. From the surface, Mayo, his partner, watched as Packard's air bubbles suddenly vanished. He's got a breathing apparatus. Oh, no. Okay. But he couldn't have possibly guessed what would have happened to his partner below the waves. A humpback whale had accidentally swallowed Packard in one huge gulp. So he's just in there taking in. Looking for some lobster. And just from behind. Yeah. So he doesn't even know what's happened. So if you ever have gone, have you ever swam in the ocean, like an open ocean? I'm a, a scuba diver. You are? Uh-huh. I didn't know you, you didn't were scuba know. Scuba <gasps> Look at this. Denise is learning new things about I her partner. No yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm certified. I'm Patty certified. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, if you've ever just swam mm-hmm. and you're, the ocean is fi- fairly silent. Like mm-hmm. I have swam open oceans training for triathlons. Mm-hmm. You don't hear things around you. Mm-hmm. It's all of a sudden, it'll mm-hmm. just come up. I remember swimming in Crystal Cove by our house. Mm-hmm. The kids were doing junior lifeguards. I was out there and out of the corner of my eye, something black <gasps> came next, like close enough that I stopped, what? put my head up to the surface. My heart is beating a million miles an hour. I look back down. I can't see it. No. I'm freaked out. I continue to go. And I'm thinking, of maybe I just freaked myself out. Sure. I see it again and I notice it's coming from above, below me. And mm-hmm. I, it's making no noise. It is a seal. I don't care what it I is. I know. Like, seriously. But it is so fast oh. and so quiet. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that yeah. this guy is doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. Let's look for some delicious lobster. lobster. Mm-hmm. I am not paying attention. And who would think that? Moby Dick is in the middle of the ocean with me, <laughs> yeah. you know, like this humpback whale. And when I'm looking at a picture of a humpback whale here, they are humongous. They're ma- Tell me again where he's at. He's off he's, the coast of Cape Cod. Yeah, he's off the coast of uh, Cape Cod. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. he, everything went dark, he said. And I was like, oh, my God, did I just get bit by a shark? Right. His, well, he doesn't, like I'm he's dead. disoriented now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Then I felt around and I realized there were no teeth. And then I was like. I'm not in great pain. What? And then I realized, oh my God, I'm in the mouth of a whale. I'm in the mouth and he's trying to swallow me. These are all in quotes. I mean, no, no. How big is it in there? He can't stand up. I don't know what he doesn't really describe what he does. It wasn't like lighting a match to see where he is, you know, like <laughs> underwater, you know, like <laughs> poking like, Pinocchio uh, or something like that. Right? <laughs> like, I'm thinking like, how do you, he doesn't have a flashlight? Like, does he have a flashlight? Could he have? Oh, he was under for 30 to 40 seconds. Holding his breath. He no, he has an apparatus. Oh, he does have. So yes. he's. At under- first I thought he was just holding his breath, no. but it says his apparatus. So, so he's scuba diving. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for a terrifying stretch of 30 to 4 seconds, Packard struggled in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Questions raced through his head. He still had breathing apparatus on, but he would be, would he be stuck in the mouth of the whale until he ran out of air? Well, and is he going to swallow me? And, and I'm going to go. What happened to his wife and teenage children? You know, his life is flashing before him now because <laughs> he's going to disappear. They wouldn't know what happened to him, Mm-mm. except I would imagine. Well, did the friend did the friend see any of this? The friend did not see any of it until it says um, it took Packard from behind, and it seemed like it fully enveloped him immediately. Mayo says 
it tells the post the kind of it's kind of remarkable and so we can only imagine the whale was probably feeding humpbacks are not aggressive animals reports the Reports of whale attacking humans are nearly unheard of, reports the Cape Cod News, mm. the Cape Cod Times. The whale was likely a young juvenile mm. searching for food. Um, and then it says, when the humpbacks feed, they engulf fish using the wide billowing mouth as a net. They filter out water through their baleen plates mm-hmm. before swallowing their catch, explains the University of Massachusetts marine biologist. Mm. As a whale lunges towards a school of fish, it, that's what it does. It, poss- it was possible the packer just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that we have to wonder about that. No. Obviously, he's been swallowed <laughs> no, by a freaking whale. No. He's out looking for lobster and he is, ends up in the stump mm-hmm. mouth of a whale. Um, soon after being released from the hospital, packer took um, to a, provi- a province town community Facebook page and tells his tale and thanks the rescue team for helping him. Mm. Um in an Ask Me Anything live chat, Packer told Reddit us- users that he like his Massachusetts native Matt Damon to play him in the movie role. Uh, if that was going to happen. Oh, please. Packer, Packer told Reddit that the life of a lobster diver seemed to have no shortages <laughs> of in- interesting events that would make a great cinema- cinematic flair. Mm. And listen to this. Uh-oh. This guy is either the luckiest dude on the earth or the most unlucky, depending uh, on how you look at it. Sure. Packard survived a deadly plane crash. What? In Costa Rica in 2001. Okay, I'm calling BS. He tells NBC Boston the plane crash now takes a close second in terms of his near-death experiences. None of that has happened. I'm just telling you. Okay. You know? Sorry. So I'm just, <laughs> Packer doesn't see too many sharks, he wrote, but he has seen something much more grim. Mm-hmm. A while back, and this is also in quotes, mm-hmm. I encountered the corpse of a missing person while diving. N- see, now you've overstepped it. That is definitely up there with some crazy stories. Okay. I, I'm i just reporting the news. No, I don't. I appreciate you reporting it. I'm and- just saying, and it's been fact-checked, and I'm, I'm reading this from, I was reading this from a... Uh, the internet so it can't be wrong but i'm also i'm also on i'm also on the uh smart news um with elizabeth gamillo daily correspondent dated june 15th to 2021 also there and these are all legitimate people i mean and this guy is really on you can watch a youtube he's being interviewed i'm just saying one swallowed by a whale that's one thing Finding the corpse of a missing person and being involved in a non-deadly plane crash, I think we've gone too far. I don't know. As far as our storytelling. It sounds like, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm angry that Packer has now made me do this. It's a lot of fish tales. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. I'm not. Could you imagine getting swallowed by a rail? No. And I think in my panic, I wouldn't enjoy what was actually happening. Like, is this the tongue? Am I in between the little thingies am i, I mean, what am i doing what did we, I, like could you stand up are you able, right like are, are you are you moving around how big is it in there i think he probably was getting jostled around sure. just like you would if you were like tossed by a wave or right. something and there's a lot of water in there and yeah. stuff and you're it, you, you're disoriented you can't see. now you can't see i i'm just making it up I, i'm just assuming no i assume that you are correct i don't know you I just, would be freaking out i would I, I would be freaking out afterwards for sure. Oh, for real. Once you realize what happened. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> okay. My next story is, it's a crime story. Mm-hmm, and you're going to be jealous. 
You're going to be so jealous. Oh, good. Are you ready for a story that's going to just make you so end? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even need to finish it. No, I just She's super ready. excited. Okay. It's a true crime story. Like it? I already kind, like it. Kind of. My, it's a story about my dad. Oh, Fred. Fred, who has since passed. Um, but this was one of the last stories that I got from him. I purposely asked him last time I saw him, Dad, tell me the story of when you ran into blank. And so, of course, he told me. And you he, ran into like, blank. Just oh, a person. A person. I'm going to fill in the like blank. A wall, like you no, ran no. into something. <laughs> when did you run into a wall? No, no, no. He ran into a person. Let me tell you the story. I have it written down. So, um, anyway, let me just tell you the facts and figures here. In the spring of 1969, my dad and his friend were hiking around Southern California's Santa Susana Mountains, and they were shooting BB guns and doing, you know, whatever you do when you're unsupervised as men in 1969. <laughs> the area of the Santa Susana Mountains here, it's in Southern California, but the area shared a border with, with what was then known as the Spawn Movie Ranch. Now, did you see the movie um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? It's the latest Quentin Tarantino movie? No. Okay. I don't like Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Then you wouldn't like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Amen. Um, so anyway, they were in an area that, like I said, shared a border with what was then known as the Spawn Movie Ranch. And the Spawn Movie Ranch actually was exactly what it sounds like. A lot of movies were filmed out there. You know, remember the program MASH? Yes. That was filmed out in that area. A lot of the Westerns that were filmed in Southern California back in the day were done at the Spawn Movie Ranch in the 50s and 60s. So anyway, after a few hours, they hiked back uh, to the dirt road where my dad's truck was parked to get some lunch or whatever they were doing. And as they got back to the road, according to my dad, a real beater of a car skidded up, windows down, dust blowing everywhere, a filthy, this is my dad's words a filthy long-haired hippie inside yelled (laughs) hey what are you a-holes doing shooting on my property oh nice it's 1969 sure i'm a year old okay my dad and his buddy just kind of blew him off they continued to walk back to their truck but the guy gets out of his car and like angry walks towards them screaming obscenities (laughs) and as you've no doubt guessed it was none other than cult leader charles manson what Mm -hmm. yeah he was, according to my dad, no larger than your average 12-year-old. Really? Mm-hmm. He's and a small guy. He was tiny. Yeah, he was little and dirty. And my dad was just like mostly annoyed by him and said something to the extent of, there's no need for that type of language, friend. Which <laughs> is your dad's... He didn't appreciate it at all, you know? So anyway, Manson kept up the intimidation tactics. He was screaming. He was threatening them. He was getting up in my dad's face. And according to my dad, the guy was such a nut, and this is all stuff that I wrote down when he was telling me the story, that we decided to just call it a day. He may or may not have had a gun. Not that it mattered. We had guns, and neither of us cared to find out what would happen next. How did he find out that that was Charles Manson? Let me tell you. In the fall of that year, so this is earlier in 69, my dad saw a face on the evening news that he without question recognized as that the guy. guy. It was Charles Manson. The dirty, filthy hippie. The dirty, filthy, cursing hippie. He and his, you know, hippie followers were arrested after unleashing unspeakable terror upon Southern California. My dad told that story for years and always added, listen to your gut. It knows better than you do. Wow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That is a close encounter Dad. of a weird kind. That's right. That's right. So like I said, I made him tell me this story um, in February of 2020 when I was up in Northern California. He passed in April of 2020, non-COVID related. He was just two days short of his 86th um, birthday. So I'm eternally grateful that I was able to go up there yeah. and get it down on paper, the whole thing. But isn't that fun? It is It's amazing. crazy that he was like, that's the guy. That's him. Isn't that weird when you sometimes think about how many times our lives have crossed paths with strange or, you know, interesting or famous <sighs> people yep. or, or situations? Yep. I mean, when we don't even know it. Yep. You just don't know. You don't know what slime ball you're crossing paths with. And luckily, my dad was like, we don't want any part of this, whatever this is. Could you imagine how kooky he was? He was nuts. My dad said he was crazy. His eyes were crazy. And like I said, he was tiny. It wasn't his property, right? He didn't own any property. No, no, no. But he and his hippie rejects had taken over Spawn Ranch from the man who owned it. Mm -hmm. And the man was quite aged and I think was blind. And the girls in the Manson family, air quotes, took care of him so that he was distracted. And then they just conducted their acid trips and whatever else they were doing right there on the Spawn Movie Ranch. They just kind of were squatters. They just took it over. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Fred. Go, Fred. Wow. I'm just so glad Fred listened to his gut. Fred's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my first story was, oh, something that it's kind of weird when i look these stories up or i've heard stories and i remember my bookmark them yeah i always seem to have a theme oh no 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 (laughs) what's your theme is it more whale play it's more people getting swallowed by things oh no yes another swallowing story and i have to admit this one i'm barely able to talk about Uh. because it grosses me out so bad do we need to give people the opportunity to like go forward 30 seconds i mean i'm just gonna (laughs) say this if you don't like snakes, yes. What? Woman swallowed whole. No. By 23 foot python found undigested inside its stomach. No. So she was already dead. No. No. How do you get swallowed by. Okay. T- go ahead. Tell the story. Please. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Now, this, no. And it. This is all, this was by All That's Interesting on the internet. Okay, that's reliable. Fact checked by John Kurowski. Thanks, John. Uh, published in June 18th, 2018. Updated on November 12th, 2019. Okay, so it's so, pretty recent. It's fairly recent. It is not in the United States. Um, I believe it takes place in Indonesia mm-hmm. where there is lots of 23 foot snakes Mm-mm. okay 23 feet that's two stories that's one big snake it's it's very tall that's really disgusting. end to end I just I have this phobia well for people who don't know Denise hates snakes more than I hate monkeys. Uh, yeah. We've talked about the monkey hatred and phobia that she has. <laughs> yeah. I want to pet a monkey. Know, she doesn't want to meet a snake. Ever. Well, that was, the, I, I only had a few pet rules. Like, I loved animals. My kids yeah. had a lot of pets. We had right. ducks. We have chickens. Well, we didn't have chickens. We had rabbits. We had ducks. We had uh, lamb. We had many, many dogs. We had hamsters. We had, had rats. 
We got anything. You could have a lizard. It had to have feet. You could never, (laughs) ever. There was a couple rules in my house. You would never have a street motorcycle. Mm. And you will never have a snake in my home. Mm -hmm. I have a phobia. It has to have legs. Feet. It It has has to have have feet. (laughs) Go on. And feet. Okay. I mean, if you have legs, you can have feet. Mm Mm-hmm. So on June 15th, a 54-year-old Indonesian woman was found dead on the island of Sulawesi after being swallowed whole by Mm -hmm. a 23-foot python. Mm -hmm. That night, before Watiba left her village Mm -hmm. to tend to her garden located about a half a mile from her house, Tiba's family reported that she wanted to check on the garden because wild boars often destroyed their crops. I get it. She's going to go get those nasty pigs. Get the pigs, yeah. Mm-hmm. When T- Tiba didn't return home by sunrise, her sister went to look for her near the garden. Mm-hmm. She could only find some of her sister's belongings, including a flashlight, Mm-mm. her machete, and her sandals. Mm-mm. Oh, what a horrible thing to find. <sighs> this whole thing is just just terrible. No. But it's, I, I just couldn't believe it. Uh, no, I can't. It's unbelievable. Go on. It's like... You have to keep reading. Tell me more. Soon, about 100 worried locals, including Tiba's relatives, launched a search party. They came across the 20-foot reticulated python Mm -mm. who bloated, Mm -mm. its bloated midsection was about 100 feet away from where her belongings were found. Mm -mm. So they, I mean, you can't really, as a 23-foot python, you're not going to just slither away and, I mean, that's a... It chased her? Is this what I'm thinking? No. It, she, it 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 devoured her. I don't... It What it did was it probably, while she was like on the ground or something, it must have come up and coiled around her, squeezed her to death, because that's what they do. And then ate Residents her. were suspicious that the snake swallowed the victim, so they killed it. I would have killed Wait, it. Wait, they couldn't see the outline of a woman in this victim? They just saw or a in big, the, in the snake? Yeah. huge thing. Yes. Then carried it away out of the garden... Uh, and they they identified her after opening up the thing. No. no. After carrying the, the python back to the village, the villagers sliced open its carcass and inside they found the exact, the extract, and they extracted the body of her, of this woman um, who had been swallowed head first. <gasps> head first. No. <sighs> So it so what happens is she's down on her hands and knees doing a little work in the garden at night. Do you know maybe oh there's a weed whatever notices there's no boars it's all fine. She does a little maintenance work and while she's down there, this python wraps around her to the point where it absolutely like she passes out. So it says when they cut open the snake's belly, they found Tiba's body still intact with all her clothes on. <gasps> no. Yes, because I mean. Well, it it so, just happened please. the year before, the day before. So it hadn't had time to like de- it didn't digest. digest it or anything. Reticulated pythons like this one are the largest snakes of, in the world and are widespread in Indonesia as well as other parts of Southeast Asia. Mm-mm. These creatures, which can reach lengths of more than 25 feet and weigh more than 120 pounds, Mm-mm. use their incredible size to squeeze their prey to death before swallowing it whole and digesting it over the course of days or even weeks. They regularly mm. kill and eat creatures about a quarter of their own size, including monkeys, which you're fine with. That's okay. Pigs. But reports of humans being killed by these pythons are very rare. Sure. However, this 
was the second attack of a human by a python in Indonesia in a little over a year. No. I'm not going there. No. <laughs> I'm never going there. I'm never going there. Indonesia is not for Denise. No. No. In a similar incident that took place in March of 2017, a 25-year-old farmer was swallowed whole by a python in West Swalawesi mm. province while they were harvesting their crops. Mm -mm. So here's the thing. It turns out that gardening in Indonesia is quite dangerous. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous game. I mean, you're just trying to grow your own food. Yeah. And you're thinking the wild boars are all I have to worry about. No. I would not leave my home. Mm -mm. I, I wouldn't go out anywhere. Listen, I have walked with Denise on <laughs> on trails outside Peter Canyon. Peter's Canyon. Girls right, camp. Right here in Orange County. And <laughs> if she hears like a lizard or a little bird maybe lands in a bush or something, <laughs> she's I've seen her leap over me <laughs> and to get to the other Listen, side. I can I can run faster than you. She You're, moves. It's all, it's all <laughs> One for all and all for one. It's listen. only, listen, I'm sorry. I can't be, it's I can't okay. help you. I, you have to know going into a hike with Denise that she will leave you behind. Oh no, there's, I, I won't, I won't be the one attacked. I'm just telling you. <laughs> she will outrun you. Listen, I got bit by a, by a black widow spider. That and that's for a whole other story. That wasn't funny at all. But I'm just saying my luck could be bad. Yeah, I could, could be. be the guy that has su survived a plane crash and gotten swallowed by a, a whale. I mean, I could get bit by a snake. I mean, and a black widow spider. You could. I'm just saying. I. It could happen. I could have some bad luck. So I just don't want to push it. <laughs> We're going to jump over to um, China. Oh, from Indonesia to, to China. China. And I'm going to share with you a story about a blind date that went, that it's it could only happen during COVID. <laughs> I've been on some blind dates. Mm -hmm. I have. That has happened. And I've been on some bad dates. We talked about that on the podcast. That weren't blind. Never mind. Yeah, I do. I do. Smelled like butt. There's, a <laughs> there's been some. There's been some mistakes that yeah I've made. Blind dates are hard to make be mistakes because you go in with the idea that you're going to get something that could possibly be not. You're great. well. But on the other hand, you're also filled with hope. Well, it, that's the thing. It I mean, be it's lovely. like the lottery. Mm -hmm. You might win and you might. Oof. I mean, you might really lose. You might come out in debt. You might come out in debt. <laughs> so in China, a woman went on a blind date. Um, she was on a, her, she's only identified by her surname, which is Wang. And she's a 30-year-old woman. Okay. Mm -hmm. She met her date over a dating site. They okay? have dating sites in China. They do. Absolutely. They've got dating sites all over the place. Oh. So they, um, they met over this dating site. And he invited her to his home in January of this year. So the very first date, she goes to his house? Red flag. Don't go to some dude's house oh. that you don't know. Yeah. But he wanted to show off his cooking skills. And so he invited her over for a home-cooked meal. And so she said, sounds great. Just before her arrival, she did not know this. The city that she was in was experiencing experiencing a rise in COVID-19 cases with over 100 reported cases since the previous week. So in China, in order to contain the spread of the virus, the city goes on sudden lockdown. That was not unheard of. Right. I did not realize that. They didn't mess. No, they like get the numbers in and they're like, everybody shut it down. And you're in China in a communist place. So you, you don't question no that. You don't get a choice. So she goes into his house for a lovely dinner and they shut down the city. So now 
what happened? She's trapped. She's trapped in this guy's house now. This guy that she doesn't know. Now she's in his house. Okay. For how long? Well, let's see. She says, just after I arrived in Zhang Zhao, there was an outbreak and his community. So this isn't even like her hood. She had traveled outside. And I'm assuming it's like going from, you know, where we live to Los Angeles, or maybe to Los Angeles or something like that. Yeah, she just drove up. So his community was put under lockdown and I couldn't leave. Ah, so what if he's really cute? I don't think he was. He wasn't? Well, listen. Is this she, a love match? Just tell me that. No, it wasn't a love match. Oh. No. She was stuck there with her date for, it says multiple days. I I also read other places that it was four days. She chronicled the experience online with a series of videos that she posted on social media. And in the clips, she shares footage of her unnamed date cleaning, cooking meals like tomatoes with scrambled eggs, and doing work on his laptop. Her updates became very popular online and she began to trend on Chinese social media. The platform is called Weibo. That's their social media platform. We have Facebook. They have Weibo. They have communist controlled Weibo. It's awesome. Although he was not right for her, Wang did point out that he had a number of positive qualities. So she's keeping it positive. Well, that's nice. Like what? Besides the fact that he cooked. Well, (laughs) listen to this. This is what she says, in quotes. Besides the fact that he's as mute as a wood mannequin. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else about him was pretty good. Despite his food being mediocre, he was still willing to cook it, which I think is great. His food is only mediocre. And he doesn't speak. And he's like a wood mannequin. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, she took the she took the videos down out of respect for her date, so that's nice. Uh, friends were calling him, and it kind of affected his life. I think she felt like she was sort of hurting his feelings, so she took the she took them down off of social media. And uh, other than that, she said, um, "I hope this outbreak ends soon, and that my single sisters find a relationship that they can be a part of." So she was there for about four days, and then they lifted the quarantine, and she boogied. Man, she was out of there. Date gone bad. It was not a love match. I have felt at times in my life that I was on a four day long date with a mute, and it was only like a two hour date. If that, yeah. I uh, listen. I feel for this sister. I'm so sorry. I feel bad for anybody out there dating these days. Well, especially those things where you're getting set up online. Well, especially during COVID, it's like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And these people were at first afraid that if they met somebody, they could get COVID. Yeah, that was the number one fear. I mean, I mean before it used to be like venereal disease or something, right? Like <laughs> STDs. There's like something, like you could get something really, you know, terrible. crabs or something. But now, Ugh, crabs. It's now it's worse. What's worse than crabs? COVID. No, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. It can't be. I'd rather have COVID. I would rather have COVID too, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying the people are really, there's a lot to think about these days. There's a lot of issues that need to be handled. I mean, you're single. You're just taking your life in your hands. <laughs> COVID <laughs> is part, it's one more thing that you have to worry about. One more thing. Forget it. And you and a condom's not going to help you with that. <laughs> right? I don't know. I haven't read the science on it, Denise. <laughs> Mask up, everybody. <laughs> new ne- That's a new meaning to the old masking up. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to say this is my last one. This is our final one. And nobody gets swallowed by an animal. I'm so happy to hear and that. And 
this is what it is the headlines Tell dog me. saved after drone carrying sausage lures oh. to safe. <laughs> yes i just pictured it yes oh what kind of dog her uh, name's millie millie the dog she's a three-year-old jack russell whippet mix so let's just say millie has got some energy Oh, she's a little black, a, a Jack Russell Terrier with Whippet. So Whippet she's a little like, dog. Li- those are skinny, like they look like miniature greyhounds, mm-hmm. those Whippets. Mm-hmm. And Jack Russell's, we had a Jack Russell named Cisco. Cisco. Cisco, I think, was a rat terrier after I think we got duped when no. we bought it. But anyway, those terriers, <laughs> <laughs> those little dogs, they, they can't get yeah. all their energy out ever. So this was just posted on 1 2022. This mm-hmm. happened this year. Uh huh. A dog was saved last week when someone thought outside the casing. No. Oh, yeah. Love a pun. You like puns. I love a pun. Millie, a three-year-old Jack Russell Whippet mix, mm. disappeared after slipping out of her leash in Hampshire, England, in Hampshire, England on January 13th, according to a Facebook post um, posted by Denmead Drone Search and Rescue, a nonprofit pet rescue oh. group oh so they're using drones to look for pets that's a good idea i think it's a great it's a idea. good idea yeah drones are really coming into play for mm-hmm. a lot of stuff i mean they're delivering marijuana all around now i guess oh that's what i heard oh. i don't know personally <laughs> it's not like i had a delivery to the house i'm just saying i heard that that was like pizza and marijuana not in that order you know i think you're protesting too much denise i'm just saying i i don't know anything about it i just i've heard through my peeps i don't have to stop (laughs) anyway uh it took four days it took four days to rescue millie a three-year-old jack russell terrier whippet mix Mm -hmm. the group embarked on a four-day rescue attempt but little millie kept disappearing chris taylor the chair of the demand drone search and rescue team told the Huffington Post via email. The situation became severe when the pup was spotted on a mud flat mm-hmm. with a rapidly rising tide <gasps> near Emsworth on the UK South Coast. Oh. If Millie wasn't rescued quickly, she would have been she would have been risked they would have had the risk of her drowning. Sure, the tide would have come in and taken yes. that little Jack Russell right out to sea. Yes, and there is a picture of the mud flats and there it looks like some kind of bog. It, it just yeah. looks like a big field of like little bits of mud and a little bit of whatever Mm -hmm. um it was a crazy idea taylor said the guardian but in an act of desperation the drone rescue team calculated the weight that their vehicle could take (laughs) and after quick deliberation figured it was the best shot one of the local residents on the beach where we were flying from supplied us with sausages Yes. yes i think they were from Aldi, said Taylor. Aldi, yes, of course they were. The woman cooked them. They even cooked oh, the sausage. Oh, they cooked the sausage. Mm-hmm. Yep, they didn't want to feed it raw. Aww. The woman cooked them up for us, and we attached them with a string. I love this so much. Thankfully, Millie took to the took the bait and was coaxed into a safer spot where she could safely be rescued. Oh. Now, there's a picture of Millie, Millie looking like it's being held Millie with her belly full of sausage mm. after she was rescued. Aww. She looks a little tired. It was four days. <laughs> four days she was out there fending for herself. She was probably just scared and didn't know what to do. She's all turned around. Yeah. Millie was extremely brave. Oh. She also seemed very happy to see her humans. I'll bet she did. Millie was back 
licking her owner all over. <laughs> After Millie's little adventure, she was taken to the vet and completely fine. Lots of TLC and rest were the only prescription. Oh, And I'm sure some more sausages. I love the fact that they actually gave her the sausage that they cooked up. They're like, this isn't just bait. This is actually for you, Millie. Listen, you... if. Let, let's say we're stranded. Sure. And we need a drone. What are we going to have on the end of that drone? Captain Crunch? I'm thinking like, <laughs> where am I stranded, first of all? Okay. I don't know. Stranded in... Uh, the on Grand Canyon? On, the, on an island. Sure. I want some cold Diet Coke. Ooh. They're going to bring that down okay. to me. Okay. Um, I don't know. What would you? What would a box be, of Captain Crunch? A back, a box of Captain Crunch, <laughs> and probably a real Coke. Because by then I'm kind of sugar depleted. I've yeah. been on well, this you're, island. You're eating Captain Crunch. Well, I mean, I got to get it all down. Okay, so going to go full. I'm going to go sugar, full sugar diabetes attack right there. Uh, you know what? Whatever it takes. I agree. I I love the fact that they're droning in um, some nitrates for the pup. Some some wieners <laughs> on a string. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just they, there's a Whatever. picture we'll, we'll put it on there yeah they show the the drone they and they do. show the string and there's they show these sausages hanging from this drone could you imagine how what big that, are the sausages I don't know but they look kind of big I mean you know it looks like a bratwurst it looks oh like my God. that's what it looks like it yeah. wasn't like a little smoky that's what I was thinking no, that was a little no, smoky I think they needed something that was going to really be, that the know, dog was really going to go row row yeah, yeah. Ooh, flying, flying <laughs> sausages what is, I better get over there <laughs> what is this world I'm in <laughs> it's like her dream come true Millie, Millie was so happy oh see that's not just weird news that's good news that is good news yes. but it is also a little strange it's very odd but I just I love the I love the passion behind it I love the feel good feel good <laughs> I didn't want to leave you with the with the snake thank you appreciate it uh-huh. i can't live with that no in the meantime i'm ann police and i'm denise cooper we're two average girls see you next time mm-hmm.